Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. That long, but Austin's laughing at me. This makes me feel so happy. What's up, everybody? Hey, best friends. God, I love hanging out with all my besties. Uh, this is Craig Conover in the Hall Wine studio, joined by Austin Kroll at his humble abode, and Nick Norris somewhere in the mountains of... How, how low do you think that his guitar is? Like, is it, like, all the way down to, like, his knees, and he has to, like, you know, bend over, and he's just, like, full-on emo, and he's just like, I think you're pretty, and... see what the picture is. Is what? His, you know, guitar, like, really, really low on his body? Yeah. Um, it's five seconds of summer and teenage dream, their live version. I have been on an emo cover kick, like, you know, pop songs. Um, since you were 18 years old, Craig, don't, don't say recently. (laughs) (laughs) There's this Mulan song I've defined that like this, this metal band has been playing anyway. Um, that is my, my happy place is emo pop songs. I also, and I were just, um, catching up and we just had to both refill our our wine which is funny so now we want to catch up with all of y'all ah besties let me just say this uh craig and i have been inundated and tagged like crazy and full of love for all of the spotify um listens right like it's doing the end of year thing where who's your favorite artist and who's your favorite podcast and we've both been tagged of course we have in many, many of your top listens for podcasts. And it felt really, really good today, Craig. A lot of my mentions are normally people, you know, drinking my beer. And, and I'm sure that for you, it's normally people that <clears throat> um, have bought something with, you know, SDS on it. And today, all of my mentions were people, all of our best friends tagging us in us being one of their top podcasts. So I love that. Thank you. Thank you all for doing that. Very, very humbly. surprised and it made my heart warm i loved being up there with um our our other besties chicks in the office and obviously giggly squad i saw a lot of of us three on people's listening and i was like you guys have a type and i like i share your we were in some pretty good company craig i'll say that um not always number one on people's listen, but that is okay to even be in the company of some of our favorite podcasts as well is pretty cool. And uh, yeah, it felt good. So much love to all of our best friends out there who like to listen to Craig and I talk about stuff. (laughs) Chicks in the office, we are doing their show. They finally announced it was a surprise for a while. Uh, We're doing their show in New York next week. I believe it's sold out, but we're excited to see them. And visit our new restaurant, Carriage House, which you've heard us talk about on here. We're finally up and rolling, and Austin and I have a press day there on December 3rd. So hopefully we're open um, within the next few weeks, which is going to be a really fun place to meet meet people there. Yeah, so uh, Chicks in the Office, I mean, the last time that we had a podcast with them, <clears throat> I feel like I might have talked about this, but I'm going to do it again. Last time that we were there, we just had so much fun and Craig and I came in hot with with a couple bottles of champagne and we were like, let's drink, right? Because every time that we come, Craig noted that they're always like, oh man, one of these times, wouldn't it be fun if you guys came with alcohol? Well, Craig and I did. And I feel like because we did that, Craig, they 
like forgot to ask us like all of the questions that they were supposed to ask us about like you know winter house and stuff and like the southern charm reunion and so we just kind of began to talk about a whole bunch of nonsense and it was amazing so afterwards we were like we gotta do a live show together so uh that is happening next wednesday in new york city i i don't remember the name of the stadium but it doesn't matter because it's already sold out so no, we probably will make it a boozy show. God knows what we're going to say. And uh, it'll be it'll be fun. But I will. I'm going to steal something from them since we're talking about them. They posted something on Instagram this week, which was, would you cut off five years of your life to have five minutes to talk to your dog? I think that was it. It was either five minutes or an hour to like be able to talk with your dog and understand each other. And I was like, that's a well, great five minutes in an hour is a big time difference hold on let me <clears throat> let me check it okay well what's your thoughts on on either i mean i feel like because i already know that i'm gonna live until i'm 92 i feel like living till i was 87 would be fine <clears throat> i mean i'm gonna live a very fulfilled life where did the 92 come from a psychic yeah yeah just just uh, i I just feel that I just feel 92 and 87 will be fine, you know, and hopefully I do. My life begins to slow down at some point and I get a dog that I can't live without. And I just would love to talk to him. And he'd be like, why do you do that thing in front of the mirror, you know, every morning, <laughs> you know, and I'd be like, uh, <laughs> just to hear him say like, I hope you know how much I love you or something and just be like, oh my God. But what if you had like a condescending dog that was like, right, right, right. And he's like, you're going to be back home soon. And like, he's like, I've been meaning to tell you that your outfit choices are trash and your haircut is trash. And you're this, you're like, okay, uh, all right. But I don't think that that would happen because, no, because it's not a cat. It's a dog and it is an hour. So it's five years off your life to be talk with your dog for one hour. And I thought that was a, uh, a question worth borrowing from them. I mean, you would ball. I would ball my eyes out the entire time, right? Like, well, yeah, that's because Fen. Okay, because golden retrievers are like a special sort of like, uh, you know, I'm not gonna call them dumb, but just like so happy and so just like, ha, ah, ah, I love you, right? And so Fenwick would just be like, yeah, he'd probably just say, like, I love you for like an hour straight, Craig. He wouldn't have anything else to say other than like. I love you, human. When you leave, I just wait for you to get back. And when you're here, it's the happiest I've ever been. And I just want you to know right. that you are perfect. Okay, so that's actually a nice little layer to this question. Depends what kind of dog that it is. Like if you had like a Chihuahua, I don't know because they might be mean or something or like really like annoying maybe. Yeah, but they probably just talk. No, they would people watch with you. That's what a Chihuahua would do. You could walk it around in your purse and just be like, Hey, I want to hear you talk shit about everyone we walk by for the next hour. And I feel like Chihuahua owners would love that. I feel like that's Frenchies. Frenchies are like, let's live in our own world and talk shit. I don't know what Frenchies think. Me and Frenchies, like, <clears throat> I know they have a very loyal owner, you know, group, lo loyal owner kind of following. I just, I don't want to have a least favorite dog. And it, I actually like, I think Corbin. Is it your least favorite dog, Craig, because you have a dog named after you? I probably. I mean, Shep didn't help me in my my Frenchie. Like, I just don't walk into a room and be like, oh my God, like there's a Frenchie. I'm like, hey, what's up? Like, I'll say hi to it. But see, I do now because of little Craig. I'm like, oh, there's a Frenchie. Look how cute he is. 
I haven't spent enough time with Frenchies yet. And look, I know people listening have Frenchies. I just, I have not had a pleasant experience yet because every time I'm around a Frenchie, it's accompanied with Shep screaming my name. Okay. Now, what would be the worst dog to have an hour long conversation with? I mean, that's so tough because it's I know. dogs. I, know. I mean, but it's you good. I mean, probably a German uh, shepherd. German shepherd. But like, I, I was thinking that too. Like a Russian German shepherd who's like. <laughs> and don't get me wrong out there, people who own German shepherds, because I have had uh, uh, some of my greatest friends have German shepherds and swear by them. And some that. are so, so sweet. Um, obviously, Craig Craig has uh, a very close friend who who has one, but that dog is more of like an attack dog than anything. That's <laughs> <laughs> scary. Um, yeah. yeah, his commands are in uh, Dutch, I think, but his- they be in Dutch? Probably German. N- yeah, but it's not German, which is weird. I don't know, we have to ask Graham, but Nine. I think he would just talk to you like a soldier, be like threat level three. <laughs> Did you see, have you seen this man that comes and delivers unknown packages every day to your house? Let me at him. Like, yeah, I just am, ask you to let him bite people. He's not yeah. getting anything past me. Give me the command and I will go. He's like, everyone in this household is safe. And thank you for my treats. I look, I was talking about this the other day with someone. I would love to have a German shepherd, but I, it's too much. I need to have a dog that's good with everyone it meets. Uh, like a, a golden retriever. If you're breaking into my house, he's going to, he's going to be nice to you. That's what I need. Cause I just can't handle the liability. Um, I'm just not responsible enough to own an attack dog. Not that they're all attack dogs. Take everything we're saying with a grain of salt. But, no, man, that's, uh, that's the same way that I feel. Um, uh, uh, not to take it in like a weird place, but that's the same way that I feel about, about like a gun. I don't think that I'm you know, responsible enough to own a firearm. Um, right. And, and they, Yes. Anyway, um, <laughs> I just made say, Craig feel awkward. No, my accountant just texted me something weird. Uh, not Your weird. That's, that's like, 7 p.m. Craig's you, accountant is hitting him up with some. After Austin's talking in the gym about taxes, and I was like, yeah, that they cost a lot of money. See, uh, but mm, yeah, yeah. I, the tax man comes knocking on my door. They just start taking my things. Put what? me in cuffs. Oh I do God. not want to end up on page six for tax evasion. Like, take my money. Don't put me in jail. And we both write checks every, like, we 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 do everything. Our intent is good. We do everything we think we're supposed to do. We have professional accounts and all that. I think, like, with him, with Pauly D, yes, he wasn't. No, it, it was the situation. Sorry, situation, sorry. Sorry, Pauly D, I love you. Um, he wasn't, like, filing his taxes, like you said. Like, he was just not reporting it. It's like, okay. no. Okay. Yeah, like. I think he he was doing something. Shakira got 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 hit too, you know. I mean, but you know, I think her husband. Again, I think it was her her like husband kind of put her in that position or something. But that was in another country. I mean, she's on the, the soccer player. Yeah, Gerard PK. Well, they broke up because he was having an affair. I think. Oh well, Jeez, taxes to affairs. Goodness gracious. Yeah, I would love to like line us up with another podcast. What won't we talk about? You guys, talk about pop all of these topics. Um, <laughs> How does it make you angry seeing that? Can we, uh, whatever the fuck his name is, Pete Davidson. Um, is that his name with Emily Radigowski? Does that no, help? absolutely not. <clears throat> you want to know why, Craig? Because yeah. there is a yeah. I'm gonna tell you why. Because there is a reason that guys like us win, Craig. Uh, I am not an Italian model, and I win. 
And I've had the pleasure of knowing many beautiful women and, and, and I don't look like David Beckham. <laughs> and Pete Davidson, there's gotta be something. I mean, clearly, you know, and you can't just laugh and be like, yeah, you know, he must have a big dick. No, he's probably like the man. And we've talked about this. Like we have talked about this over and over where at one point, the most that we've ever talked about their Kardashians is like, you know what? I would want to hang out with Pete and Kim. Like Pete made Kim likable, you know, to yeah. me. I mean, that's a great point. I'm never I'm sure that a lot of like our besties out there, you know, they might love their Kardashians and I'm not, you know, putting them down at the moment, but like, I've never really had another thought in my head about Kim K until she started dating Pete. And I was like, I would party with them. I would hang out with them. So. I, I, li I like the take. I like your take on it. I just, I, I just saw Shep's recent post where it angered him. And I wondered. That was a silly thing to do. Like, I, I understand that Shep is saying that he doesn't give a shit what anyone has to say about anything. And he's going to keep on living, you know, his life and laugh at the, but I was like to go after arguably the most famous man on the, and likable man on the planet and Harry Styles was probably not the smartest thing to do. <laughs> and that like to, to put Pete and Harry in the same kind of category is, is just completely different to me. Um, but maybe Wait, not. what was I, Shep's post? He was like, I don't know about you, but take away these guys' status and fame, and I wouldn't look twice at these guys if they walked into the bar. I I wouldn't. Okay, his point was I wouldn't be nervous with with my girlfriend in a room with them picking up a girl. He yeah. said, if "Me and these two guys trying to get a girl, uh, take away their fame." I wouldn't think twice about it. And, but he said he always delivers his shit in such a like crash, crash. Wait, what's the word? Crass, 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 crass way. Um, so it came off like it, you know, it didn't come no, off. Well, like it kind of came off in, oh. in, in, in like a fight me, you know, sort of way. Right. <laughs> it was like, you know, daring people to, you know, combat him. Like he might've been sitting there with, you know, Twitter just locked and loaded. Like yeah, I I'm mean, ready to just, combat all these idiots that are coming at me and you're like, Oh my gosh, like, to his credit. I, I understand just because we've known him for so long. I, I kind of get where he was like coming at you and your fucking ASRM thing. Is so weird. I was eating soup the other day and I was like, and Mike picked up on it. Anyway. Um, I did like, he used, he used two kind of like alternative pictures of them. You know, they don't dress like everyone else, which I, you know, I appreciate that. And Shep was just kind of, I mean, look, he's in, he's in his forties and he's like, look, in my day, if I walked into a bar, like girls wouldn't look twice in their direction if they weren't famous, but he just wrote it in a way that as soon as I saw it, I don't open Twitter that often. I saw his tweet and I was like, Oh, here we go. I but, mean, dude, you know, Harry Styles is worldwide. He yeah. is, he sold out the garden like, you know, 15 nights in a row or something like ah, Yeah, But I what Jeff's saying is if he walked into a room, I get it. Wasn't in a band. Would he I get it? Okay. Look, I totally get what but he was saying. Have, but you can't take it out because that is part of someone's attractiveness as their talent, their humor, their swagger, like all of that. Right. I and mean, if those have taught I, us anything or if Pete Davidson has taught us anything, it's that. It's your, you got It's the package that girls look at. Yeah. Not, and, 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 and like, <clears throat> I've seen movies that Pete Davidson are in and like, I don't think that he's particularly like the funniest guy. Like, you know, I just watched, uh, you know, bodies, bodies, bodies. I, 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 I didn't laugh at a single thing that he said, like it wasn't funny, you know, but I'm not hating like, Oh, fuck that guy. It's just like, 
So what I'm trying to say is that he's not, you know, the funniest guy on the planet. Like, like he does not just like have me in stitches, just doubled over, you know, laughing. But I mean, he must just be like, he must just be like a kick-ass fun guy that girls feel really, really comfortable around. And I'm sure that, you know, Emma has dated, I don't know, men that like objectify the shit out of her being just like a complete and total babe. And he's probably like, you know, come as you are. Let's go have some fun. And she's like, yeah. I love this breath of I'm high, I'm high-fiving him. And uh, yes, if any, that that's the point of this is that we're, we're, it's a positive giving him props. And like you just said, making a girl comfortable is, is the, that's the best skill that you can have because yeah. they're especially like think- someone in her position that there's probably so many like, God, could you imagine that they're just draining like things that guys say to you, like the cheesiest stuff in the world. And then he's probably just got good game. I mean, he probably has got, I mean, he clearly has, you know, phenomenal game. Yeah. The Kardashians are the most, like, I, I would say what, rec- like some of the most recognizable women in the world, I guess. But- yes. One of the most, you know, yes. I, and, but I do think, I do think Craig that them go into the Knicks game together was a bit of a stunt, but maybe not, you know, maybe I, that's just me being a hater and it's not a hater or I mean, it's like, you know, thinking too, too much into it, but I definitely think it was like, let's go be seen together and get some chatter going. Um, yeah. I mean, we had to at least bring it up, which I love. I want yeah. to tell you, um, damn it, Craig, we're, we're such a pop podcast. What the I, hell happened to us? I, we do have, well, we always have to have a pop. Um, I want to tell you something that I, uh, well, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you a travel story and then I'll go into weird news, but um, I want to get your take on this. I, I was recently in the, the Delta lounge, the sky club. Oh, the- I'm so glad that you brought this up. Cause I have something to say after you. Okay. So there is a character in there. I mean, he was, 55 to 60 years old and just looked like your crazy high school, you know, English teacher, but like New Orleans version. Like he chemistry was teacher. Chemistry, history yep, teacher. chemistry. Yeah. History, any of the above, but he was very recognizable um, or rememberable. Okay. Okay. So uh, I, I was I like, walked, wait, is this guy famous? No, 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 no. no. I just like, no, I remembered him. Like I, <clears throat> I was heard at, like I looked at him at it for an hour and so. <laughs> I was fascinated by like everything. Yeah. He was doing. So I, and I'm with my partner, Amanda and Jerry was, yeah, Amanda and Jerry were with me and we go to our gate. <clears throat> he happens to be on the same flight as us. And I mean, we were in there for an hour or two, probably two hours with this guy. And he's got a full family at the gate waiting for him. And Amanda's like, wait, that guy has a full family and we look and he's got three kids and a wife that he left at the gate and just went into the club. This man deserves a round of applause. I wanted to spit on him. I was like, you are a a master. (laughs) Maybe his wife. Okay. I, I say that in the way that, Hey, maybe they just have this like great relationship where she's like, just go, just go and get a drink. Because I, I know that that'll make you happy and leave me alone for a bit. And he's like, perfect, I will. I know he has the Amex that gets one person in. And he was like, <laughs> I'm not paying for guests. But <laughs> it was a long time. Okay, I like your perspective sometimes, but I was just very surprised. I was like, you have an entire family here. And you've just there been is, in the guy club. Delta has changed up a lot of things, Craig. And I just got an email saying that now, 
Now for like platinum, gold, whatever, it's $50 to enter the lounge. 50 bucks. They're for just him. for, you know what? I'm not even gonna tell you because you are probably like exempt from it, but it was really annoying. Wait, what do you, what? Is, platinum and below, <clears throat> platinum and below, it's $50 now to enter the lounge. Well, what did it used to be? 39 or 29? No, it was 29 and then 39 and now 50. And I'm just like, you know, and then they raised all the MQMs and all of the dollar amounts. They raised it all. That, yeah, that is a lot. If you it's get annoying as hell. Yeah. I, I, I was like, before I had $1,000 to hit gold where it used to be five and it's, you know, 15,000 to hit platinum where it used to be 10. It's just like, yeah, I will say that before I started to hit status or I had a business card or, you know, the right Amex to get me in, um, which I'll show you the purple. I just got the purple Delta Amex. And it's yeah, I know you did. And I heard you saying that yesterday during the game. And then I've kind of looked up, you know, the like there really is no, there's like no perk to, well, to you getting that. Well, you, well, my, I have you access to the lounge, but you already have that because you're diamond. Yeah, my I have some other like reasons. But no, no, no. Diamond, yeah, I had to use one of my my like um my awards on it or my gifts. But um right. what I'm trying to say is I used to pay five hundred dollars a year for lounge access because it's five hundred dollars a year and that equals basically going once a month and I was going at least once a week. So it's yeah. something to think about. Five hundred dollars a year isn't bad. Um so y'all y'all besties listening. We have obviously talked about traveling and stuff a lot because that happens a lot in our life, but this is your, <clears throat> this is your sign to have a loyal airline because once you get status and not one, but two, but maybe like, you know, third tier and above, right? Cause it's the first year or second year, maybe that, that I've had third, third tier and above, which is platinum. I get upgraded almost every single flight and just the perks from choosing and sticking primarily you know, 90% with one airline is huge. And I just remember that up until like three or so years ago, Shep was like, oh, I, I just book, you know, whatever flight that's cheapest. And I was like, for how much that you travel, you don't have a loyal airline, like you would be gold or platinum or, you know, and then he began to do it and very quickly became gold. And, you know, he's probably, but like the perks, the perks well, you get, are well, awesome. You save money too. And yes, if you travel, you know where one place I'm not going to be traveling soon is San Francisco because they just approved um, killer robots. Did you see that? They actually passed it. They passed the bill. Craig and I are becoming master segwayers into other topics. Craig, yeah, tell me about the killer robots. So this was on the docket and basically they bought... San Francisco bought, purchased these robots for training, which has lethal capabilities, which means it has a gun attached to it. And it's basically like the ones you see walking around China right now, which is a whole nother conversation. And they can pull a trigger. It's a drone, like robot dog that can kill someone. And it's only been allowed to be used in training. And they just passed legislation in San Francisco that says they can be used on the street now. And I was like, so let's just completely ignore the main problem and issue with policing, which is training, right? Like you only need a high school degree to become a police officer. I needed eight years of school. You only need a high school degree to shoot at someone or put you in jail. 
the tra- I'm not, a, I'm saying like training, it needs to be harder. They need to pay the cops more. And then it needs to be harder to become a police officer, especially if you're carrying a deadly weapon. That is what should be addressed. Not saying robots that can malfunction or you have some kid behind a remote control. That's not the answer anyway. Yeah. I just, I think it's fantastic how everyone will go in any direction except actually correctly fixing a problem. But yeah, so there's killer robots in San Francisco now. That was quite the take from Craig Connor. That's quite the rant of the week from Craig. That was a good one. That was a rant of the week. Uh, We've never had that before. (laughs) I'm coining that now. Um, That, that was um, okay. But you know, obviously the whole time that you were talking, I was just thinking about, you know, I, I robot. And then that really fucked up episode of um, black mirror. And the episode of Black Mirror is like basically the robot dogs that you're probably talking about that like began to hunt people. And so basically like (laughs) everyone on planet Earth was like, you know, hiding uh, from these robot dogs. And they're like really hard to kill, obviously, because it's a freaking robot. And I that's all that I can think about. You know, that's all that I can think about. But then obviously the next but maybe not obviously, but my next thought process and progression is using them in place of military, right? You're like, okay, robots fighting robots, but I, I, I don't even know if my brain can. Yeah. But so do you agree with that part? Like their reasoning, Craig, where they're sending in a robot to kill somebody then a, like the SWAT team to do it. Yeah. But they already don't have people they trained already do that. enough to police. And so you like, who the fuck are these drone operators? That's the thing as like, and also no, we don't have, Yes, Nick, in a in an emergency situation, like for an explosive device, sure, but that robot's not going to be able to take a shot that a SWAT officer could take to free a hostage. I mean, not yet, at least. Yeah, no shit. Not yet, at least. That's the problem. But they've been given the green light to go ahead and fucking try it. And like, anyway, the slippery slopes that happen in this country sometimes are just Fantastic. Yeah. Killer robots are going to solve all our problems here. I mean, what's like, uh, I, I just don't see how they're going to justify the the first mess up. You know, hopefully there's not, but like, I mean, well, it's like they won't let drones bring us our deliveries yet, but they'll allow them to shoot people. Yeah. Yeah. And then like you see in China again, we don't need, like, I don't want to get into it because that's, that'll be a Craig Grant or a time but like they've got the drones are policing everyone right now i mean it's awful it is awful and this is getting dark this is getting dark okay but the drones are flying around spraying shit in the skies i'll send it to you alston and they're saying stay in your house or we will shoot and like all of their robots actually have guns like flying guns dog guns yeah that's that's really really messed up Um, okay you want to hear this segue i i I, (laughs) let's hear it like 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 i was about to say like and what's the perfect way to segue into top Christmas movies than killer robots? Oh no, what's more scary than killer robots? Is the zombie virus? Zombie virus. No way. I knew you were gonna fucking say that. Zombie virus. I knew, I knew you were gonna bring up the zombie virus next. Craig. The world essentially is just one big suicidal mess, apparently, at this point. I, I, let, let's let's defrost. So what we're talking about is basically these archaeologists have defrosted up to 16 viruses now that are 50,000 years old. 
which probably wiped out most of the planet 50,000 years ago. And now they're playing around with it in a lab. So, um, yeah, maybe <laughs> whatever. I'll, I'll, so, I'll so, that. no, 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 no. <clears throat> this is like a good rant, right? Because this is like a hypothetical, although I hope does not turn into a, you know, reality, but Brandy. it was like a, it was like a 50,000 year old virus. And I don't even know what a, a zombie virus means in the medical field, because obviously what we've become uh, accustomed to is, you know, 28 weeks later and, you know, walking dead type shit. And who even knows if that's what like a zombie virus is. It could just mean that like it turns, you know, your eyes pink and which I don't want to have that happen either. But like. I know what it is. Exactly. Exactly. No one knows what it is, but it's provocative and it gets the people going. But it was a headline today that I saw and I was, they like positioned it in such an odd way. <clears throat> and then the headline was like, you know, would like, are you, are you fucking happy that, that, you know, they unearthed this virus? And I was like, what do you expect people to say to that? And of course they're going to say, no, are you crazy? It was like, you know, what are your thoughts on this new zombie virus? Like, obviously they're not good. It sounds terrible and it sounds like your whole family's about to die, but thank you for asking what my opinion is on a 50,000 year old virus. It reminds me of the mummy. It reminds me of the mummy. You're like, something should just be left buried and not unearthed, left under the well, ground. Did you see what they called it? The zombie virus. No, well, it's called the Pandora virus, yay, Doma, after oh, Pandora's right. box, which that right. went really well. Yeah, right. well, and the thing is, is that, yeah. It, Lovely. It, could there be medical advances that we don't know about? Sure. But like we've already proven that even in like a level four lab that like each country is allowed one, like that's where like, like COVID happened and it almost wiped out the whole fucking world. So, okay. Okay. Craig, let's uh, talk about that. What do you okay. mean? How do you what do you mean? What do you mean? Each country is only allowed one level four lab. Uh, it's like, I'm pretty sure it's based on population. There's, a level four lab. And is ours area 51? No, no. Ours was in oh. Jersey. Like, well, that's a put that. I want to look it up a little more because I haven't ranted about level four labs and COVID in a long time. So I don't want to get it wrong because I have a lot to say about that. Yeah. I'm like, if you think that Russia only has one level four lab, then you're crazy. Yeah, that's true. I mean, there's <laughs> like policed and shit, but yeah, Russia, God knows what is going on. But how do you even discover the zombies? Also, do you think that we only have one level four lab? Ha. What, what do you think we discovered with the zombie virus? Like, where were we where we were like this? I feel like there's bacteria here that I want to fuck with. I think they're no. digging like through ice. I'm reading about it right now. Like, you know, they're taking like ice core samples from like Siberia or something. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to take us out and then you guys are are jumping into your you got the segue for now on. All right. Okay. Well, I'm not taking us out. We're sure. Are you tired of your guy wearing the same old clothes year in and year out? Baggy jeans, hoodie, and tennis shoes. It's ridiculous. Fun fact, most guys hate shopping for themselves. True story. And if you don't do it for them, it will never get done. Muggsy knows what dudes want because we are those dudes. We want to look great and feel even better. That's why they bake everything they make with comfort and quality first and foremost without ever sacrificing style. To all the women listening, give yourself the gift of not having to look at your man in poorly fitting clothes this year. Dress him up the way you want 
and he'll love you for it. Both of us, once again, are wearing our mugsies. I just went Christmas tree shopping um, and wore them on the Christmas tree farm, uh, which is a whole nother story. And they hold up great. Uh, they're comfortable. They're soft. They're stretchy, but they look immaculate. Austin's about to go to dinner right now. And, uh, and they look fantastic. Uh, I'm sure. So anyway, I, I think the gifting thing is so important because I basically just said, I bought one of everything on their website and it replaced most of my wardrobe and has made cleaning out my closet so much easier. So Muggsies, I mean, keep doing what you're doing. So give yourself or a loved one a gift and head on over to Muggsy.com using code PNB10 for 10% off and free shipping on the most comfortable jeans we've ever worn. That's Muggsy, M-U-G-S-Y.com and code PNB10 for 10% off your entire order with free shipping and free returns if you don't love them. Go experience life-changing comfort with Muggsy. Lego is the door to a world of imagination. If you love Lego, there's something you've got to see. It's Nature Connects, a fun outdoor exhibition in Winchester at the Museum of the Shenandoah Valley. Enjoy the sights of a polar bear made with 130,000 Lego bricks, an 11-foot-long rhinoceros, or a life-size zebra made with Lego bricks by artist Sean Kenny. Experience the magic of Nature Connects. Get discount tickets at themsv.org. Themsv.org. Sponsored in part by iHeartMedia. Hey, babe, what you got there? This is a check from Carvana. I just sold my car to them. I went online and Carvana gave me an offer right away. Then they just picked up the car and gave me this. Well, that's a big check. Well, obviously you could put this towards your next car, or we could finally get that jacuzzi, or I could start taking tuba lessons, or I could quit my job and write my memoir. Or I can put it towards my next car with Carvana. Sorry, your check, not mine. Sell your car to Carvana. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get a real offer in seconds. Okay, uh, welcome back to this episode of Pillows and Beer. Hope our best friends have hung around. We have kind of gone up and down and all over the place, but I thought, I thought it all kind of made sense. Uh, I, I, I think, I think, I think I want to, I think I want to maybe get a little, a little, you know, kind of warmer and fuzzier. I mean, we are officially after Thanksgiving, maybe, or not maybe, but we are, and things are looking a little bit like christmas we're right? done with christmas my house is decorated and did I you did you go and get your christmas tree did you craig told me yesterday at the gym that he was going to uh go to a lot where they let you cut down your own christmas tree yeah i'm doing it tomorrow because it was raining today true today it was shit um wow. and i've never done it but I'm going to act like I've done it before, but I've never done it. And I don't know if they're going to let me do it or if they cut the tree down, but it is a place called, I think like Lebanon Christmas tree farm in goose Creek. I don't know. Cameron went Cameron influences me more than she knows. Cause I've never told her, but <laughs> Cameron is I, how I found this Christmas tree farm. I think that we all might influence each other more than you know, we realize. Right. And it's like not doing like an ad. It's more so just like, I'm like, Oh, Look at that sweet golf ball that Craig was using. I'm, I'm actually going to buy it. I told you that though, didn't I? I told you that one time that you're playing with the vice golf balls. And I was like, those are actually kind of dope. And I, I didn't tell you because I didn't want you to, I didn't want you to make fun of me, but you. you well, why is it so me. hard to be nice to each other these days? You know? <laughs> no, well, men just don't take compliments that well. And like, we've already talked about that, you know, like I'll, you and I will deflect 
right? If someone you know, says something nice, you're like, oh, um, anyways, uh, the weather outside today. Um, Craig, do you think that I should get a Christmas tree? Do you think that it's worth it? Yeah, I do. Because last year I didn't because I was like, hey, I'm going to be going to Delaware like December 15th. And so right, I have right. it for two weeks. And then every night for those two weeks, I was like, I could have I could have enjoyed it for two nights and it would have been worth getting it. And so true, true because I, almost, like, I mean, if you're not, I can't ever not get a real tree because, you know, I, I have basically joined the military real tree team of being like, I'll you know, I've threatened my parents not to come home if they get a fake tree, which we're talking about. Mm -hmm. So I almost ordered a fake tree the other day because I was like, you know, the lights come on it. It's so easy. So I get it. But there's a tree. There are real trees in Mount Pleasant right past Shem Creek that, um, yes, you if you're not going to get a real tree, Austin, I won't fault you for getting a fake tree because I get it. You don't, you're going to have to store it after the year, but you, you got to put a Christmas tree up. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and yeah, you're right. Like, I like to turn out all the lights and then just turn on the tree. And that's what I kind of use as like a night light or, or, or like a, well, not a night light because it's not my room, but that's like kind of what I use as like my main source of, you know, the light. <clears throat> and it just brings me so much, you know, happiness because I have all these awesome, awesome ornaments. And I, I think, I think you're right. My uh, parents just went today to try to find one and I, I could hear my dad in the background. Sorry. Like I could hear my dad in the background talking because my mom was on the phone with me and you know, my dad was kind of muttering, you know, just like some old man shit, like, Oh, we waited too long and damn trees are all gone. And when do you, man, you know, why did we wait until today? Only, you know, six, six footers. And I was just laughing. I was like, I was like, Oh man, you guys are probably going to have to drive somewhere. Cause probably everyone on Kiwa and Seabrook probably drives to this one freaking lot. And I'm like, you're just gonna have to drive out somewhere and just get a decent tree because I know that, that they want, like a bitchin' 10, 10 foot tree at least. It's funny because I, oh wow, that's huge. I, I love it? that. Yeah, I mean, my ceilings are 10 feet. I think that last year I got an eight footer. I, I here's the thing, Direct, like decorating the tree and putting the lights on and all, all of that is such a romanticized thing in my head because it's always been done with my family or with someone. And right now, like Paige is in New York and is is real busy. So I would be decorating the tree by myself. And it is completely different than if like someone was here with me. Like if you came no, up, no, totally. it would be fine. But if I'm doing it by myself, it's actually like, it's not not a thought I want to think about. You see, uh, okay. All right. A couple thoughts on that. So for someone who coined our term, you know, besties and best friends, like you used to always talk about all of like your best, you know, girlfriends. Like if I put up a tree, I would have two, maybe three, you know, girls that are like very close, you know, girlfriends. I'd be like, come over. So I'm not alone to help me decorate this. And the first year that, that I, you know, was single and went through, you know, all the shit that I went through, uh, friends, Chase and his wife, Haley drove over to my house and they had bought me like, like 10 or, or yeah, like, 10 or so beautiful freaking ornaments. And they were like, this is to officially start your Christmas tree ornament, you know, collection, you know, Merry Christmas. And they helped me to decorate my tree. And since then has been like, you know, three, four ornaments, you know, bought kind of every year. And I had this huge, you know, collection and my mom bought it to me. So now I have this whole huge box of, you know, ornaments 
that I've been collecting and it's so much fun. It's like, it's like a six pack of beer and like hops and a piece of pizza and these like awesome ornaments. And so that just makes me so happy. means more than just a tree. Like you see memories. Yeah, totally. And, yeah. and you know, these, you know, ornaments, I'm like, oh my God, I bought this one here and I bought these over here. Yeah. And it's like, you know, Alabama ornaments and Panthers and, and a this and a that. And it's so fun. And yes, doing it by yourself is not really desirable, although it, it can be done, right? Because Craig, I mean, just, you know, just picture this. <clears throat> You pop yeah, on some Christmas music right now that are like by themselves. So let's let's figure no, out totally, totally. how to make me feel okay. Let because All right, I, let me set the mood for you. Yeah, because someone came to Christmas in July at the store and they bought a Christmas ornament and said, "Everywhere I go, I buy a Christmas ornament." So I've started to do that, and I have a couple. But walk me through how I can get motivated to do my own tree by myself in my house. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be very tough, Craig. I think that immediately you put on some Christmas music, right? You set the mood. Okay, you get into some comfies, you know, you get into some like plaid Christmas, like red and black plaid PJs. Okay, then you put a Christmas movie on in the background on mute or on like, you know, 15, right? Like, you know, your favorite one, which we'll get into that because I'm very excited. And then, in my opinion, you pour like a Christmas cocktail, like a glass of eggnog and you could not be more in the spirit. And if you're not smiling with all three of those, or all four of those, or all five of those things just like coming together, then I mean, I don't know what to tell you because yeah, right. that makes me you happy. Start a fire. Eggnog is yes, my, a fire. By the way. Also, I just got an alert. Rockefeller tree is being lit up in a half right. out. Um, oh, hey, I'm gonna go pee real quick. Sorry. That would be awesome. All right, Nick, talk to me because I feel like lighting a fire, putting on some PJs. Putting on some Christmas music. Yeah. Or a movie. on both. As much like stimulation as possible. And I just feel like you're going to be very, like very in the mood. And just, uh, just keep that Christmas spirit alive. Like every LB time that the Christmas music, every Wait, time. Wait, so when do you go like, how I long are you at that word? Every time that the Christmas music comes on, dude, I am literally going to be leaving for Australia next next week. Oh, so you can't really decorate. I, that's what I'm saying. It's kind of yeah. Tough. I've kind of made this commitment to take an Australian trip with Shep, and who the frick knows? But I'm coming back for Christmas because. Oh, okay. I didn't know how long you're going to be gone for. I was like, no, how do you, how are your parents I, taking it without you being home for Christmas? Well, I judged it. I, I, I was like, Shep, look, man, Wendy is not going to be pleased. It's like our first Christmas in their new house, like blah, 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 blah. And so I told her and she was like, okay, cool. And then over Thanksgiving, I was like, yeah, so see about coming back on like the 28th. And she, and, and she was not pleased. <laughs> she was not amused by any means. She was like, oh, great, 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 Austin. You know, go, you know. Just go, you know, just go because you know you don't give a shit about you know this family. I was like, oh, okay. that is such a mom move, by okay, the way. Hey, mom, like just guilted the ever-loving crap out of me. And I was just like, mom, and she was like, fine, no, go, go, go. I was like, okay, but I am gonna go, but it doesn't mean that I don't love you. And she's like, no, 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 you do not care about this family. I was like, okay, so I called Shep. I was like, okay, 
I'm coming back on like the 22nd or whatever. And he's like, fine, fine. I was like, all right, so I don't feel like I'm bailing on you, but damn, dude, Wendy just read me the riot act. <laughs> how, how long is he going to be there for? Um, <clears throat> I think he's going literally on Friday. So like five days prior to me, because, you know, we, we made this commitment to do the chicks in the office show. So I was just going to fly out the day after that. Oh, gotcha. And, um, and what is, what's so like then, the itinerary for this trip? Flying into Sydney where we have a place that we're going to stay. And honestly, man, since I'm only there for 10, 12, 13 days or whatever, uh, which some people are like, Austin, you can't go to Australia for 10 days because it's halfway across the freaking world. And my, my clock is probably going to be, you know, my internal clock is probably going to be pretty effed the whole time that I'm there. Um, but eh, it's like, you know, 14 days, 14, it's like a solid two weeks. Uh, and so Sydney and potentially Melbourne. Okay. Just exploring pretty much. Or are you doing yeah. anything like touristy cool? Definitely touristy cool. Like that's the whole point that I want to go over there. Like, Let's go to like the Great Barrier Reef because it's you know it's the summer over there. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I always forget that that it's so ass so, backwards down there. So we're gonna have to do a fun little podcast and me being freaking down under. It'll be like you know ten a.m. there and like you know eight o'clock at night here, dude. Just Shep and I. Just Shep. <laughs> the more I'm saying it out loud, the more ridiculous it sounds. But uh, it'll be it'll be quite. The little adventure, you know, Shep, Shep trying to, um, you know, move and groove and keep his mind occupied and things like that. And, and, uh, and y you know, life is about to pick, pick back up in a fast paced way come, come January. So this is, this is the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. This is the time. Well, that'll I guess. be fun. <laughs> oh, I have to post my. Harry Potter results. I, uh, that's not even close to being the, the saddest moment of the whole book. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I not even top five for me. Okay. Not even top five. You, sir. Well, okay. So if the end of maybe in the moment it is, but at the end of the day, when you realize half of it's like Dumbledore's fault, you're like, Hey, kind of had it coming. Okay. 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 Just to get some context, just to get some context. Uh, for all of our besties listening. Um, I posted something last night, uh, a poll, which I'm really into these days, um, about a book in Harry, or a chapter of Harry Potter that I was reading, and it happens to be the chapter where Dumbledore dies on the astronomy tower. And for me, I thought it was my saddest moment because um, like, I, like, I thought that Dumbledore was like... Uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Unkillable. No. <laughs> Immortal. You know? There you I go. Like he couldn't be killed. And when I was reading it, and, and you, know, you know, he died, and then I began to read so fast, so fast. I was like, no, 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 no. You know, this is a joke. This is a joke. This is a joke. And then we go to like his funeral, and I was like, it's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. They're about to say that it's a big joke. And it like, it crushed me. It crushed me. I feel like the only disservice that I did to people was I did not add a fourth option. And that fourth option would have been to sever suspensive where he says always talking about, you know, Harry's mom. And I would not have put Hedwig in there. I would not have put Fred in there. And uh, see Hedwig, Fred, all shut Dumbledore. up. Dobby Dude, it is an owl. Stop. I did put Dobby. No, in no, there. no. I'm saying just of who I put ahead. I mean, the problem is the movies did such a disservice to Dobby by not having him in there. 
like in like the fourth movie, the fifth movie and everything that he's not a true character like he is in the other and like the books. So most people won't say Dobby because he's in like two fucking movies. But look, I understand. And guess what? Dobby won in this poll. And I'm about to post it right now. I'm, uh, I'm saying I'm okay. Just wanted to share the results. I'm sorry I didn't add Snape's always moment. True bonehead move. <laughs> you bonehead. True bonehead move. Face, palm, emoji. What else would be? Oh my gosh. Okay. So <clears throat> just to read the results with everyone here, um, um, I said, saddest chapter of all. <clears throat> and then I said, no, Dobby or Sirius. I should have added a fourth option for always. So first was Dobby, second was Dumbledore, third was Sirius. I wonder what always would have, would have pulled that. But there were, there were 100,000 views. But only 5,000 people voted. How dare you look at my story and not vote? <laughs> um, yeah, so that uh, for me was was a huge moment. Man. Oh, it's definitely a big moment, but I wouldn't say saddest moment. I'd say okay. shocking more than sad. Okay, Nick. All right. <laughs> Tell me what your saddest moment is. I'm telling you, it's going to be the, the Weasley twins getting separated and dying. Or one of them dying, obviously. Dobby's definitely up there. Snape, when you like realize everything after he does die, obviously not him dying sad, but then when he like pat like essentially passes on and gives Harry all the memories. Snape, Snape, Snape's always is pretty damn powerful because it takes seven goddamn books to get there. Yeah, you know, seven books of just torture from this awful, seemingly awful man. To have just redemption after, you know, 2,000 pages is, like, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, I, yeah, unbelievable. But, like, for me, because I feel like that Snape was the, sorry, Dumbledore was the first death, right? Well, serious. Oh, yeah, serious died in the fifth book. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, after, and then like everybody dies. Like just Lupin, lost I put so him. much. And after Harry's just lost so much to lose his godfather, who finally is like, I have a family, and then lose him. It's just like, like that's when you know, right? It's not just some like, it's not just some like. Yeah. You know, and then he loses like everybody. Children. Lupin like, and Tonks go down in the God, seventh. Both book. go down. That was sad. Yeah. So there's definitely some de deaths up there. Yeah, but dude. None, like, in order for the death to hit hard, like, yeah, you know, I mean, the Weasley, Fred is tough, but it's not, I mean, yeah, we've known them all of the books, but God almighty, I, I mean, you know, Dumbledore was, you know, invincible. Uh, serious. Yeah, but he also caused like half the problems. Sirius was Harry's only family left. Uh, you know, Dobby was obviously just like the sweetest, most pure, cute creature in the books. And for him to go down was just gut-wrenching. Oh my God, I actually took, took a video, which I'm posting now. 
I didn't know Dobby died, so I'm pretty sad at this point. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't. Whoa. Granted, the spoilers have Craig, been after over like to, 10 years now. You need to grow up, bro. Um, that is, oh, God. They I'm really like excited. I really hope that I can talk about a lot of Harry Potter stuff with Fran and that they make like a, like a quiz Maybe for we'll, me. Yeah, we'll take him to dinner or something. But, <laughs> and we can leave this in because this isn't bad. But I, And I want to be more vulnerable on here in a funny way, but... They need to make a show about the behind the scenes of what goes into making a reality show. I mean, there is so much. So you want a reality show of a reality show? There yes. is a yes. scripted show that's out there, but it's scripted about the behind the scenes reality show. I think but, it's called. Oof. But like, and everyone's around the country. So like Jerry just called me and like, it's just, and it, it's funny because you're just like, there's more drama behind the scenes of, this stuff than half the time on it's, it's i mean it's actually true um and 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 it's not like you know missed moments that's not what we're saying it's more just right, like right. missed moments we're saying like the business side of it sure you know people <laughs> are calling people like whoa, 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 whoa. like a so-and-so you know doing this trying to get you know position on this or you know did so-and-so there's so much that goes on behind the scenes. It's very political. Like, it yeah, can be very it's political. Politics. It's politics. And and it none of it makes sense. I mean, like, I mean, it does, but there's it's finicky and it's emotional. And it's like And it's like we tell ourselves too, you know, we're like, look, don't be concerned about things that you can't control. But sometimes, you know, you're like, no, fuck that. Fuck yeah. everyone. <laughs> The more you pull away, the more it, they, it's it's the law of attraction. Like the more you pull away, the more there's cross pollination between, you know, a lot of shows on the network now. And it's just, it's almost fun. Yeah, it's, it's, it's new. So um, I had to take a quick, but let's do another commercial break real quick. And uh, we'll be, we'll be right back. I think. Tis the season for clean balls. Fa la 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 la. Our friends at Manscaped are helping you clear your driveway for safe travels this holiday season. From stocking stuffers to gift exchanges, Manscaped's products are at the top of every wish list. Grab some crop mops for your pops or the shampoo for your boo. Be the star of gifting season and help all the men in your life go from eggnog to nice hog this December by going to manscaped.com and using code PNB, pillows and beer, 20 for 20% plus free shipping. As a famous saying goes, if you look clean, you feel clean, you feel clean, you play clean. <laughs> you play clean, <laughs> the girls or boys appreciate it. Um, and honestly, it just, it, it helps your confidence so much. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're dating, married or single. Um, you should always, it's just considerate and you feel better. And honestly, there's no better way than using Manscaped's products. And they almost made it to the point where you don't have an excuse not to anymore. And for all those men out there, do we even have to mention that it looks bigger? So Manscaped <laughs> is a one-stop shop for all your holiday needs. They have the perfect gift in the Platinum Package 4.0, plus loads of little presents, perfect for stocking stuffers. What better holiday gift than giving the gift of good hygiene and a few laughs? Get 20% off and free shipping with the code PNB20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped, M-A-N-S-C-A-P-E-D.com and use code PNB20. 
1-800-522-0020. Manscaped, for a perfect gift that will be the holiday's biggest hit. Nick, does it matter if I have not been recording? No, I mean, I have. It's fine. You son of a bitch. No, it's fine. I got it. Same audio? It'll be a little worse, but it's like not noticeable. I can clean it up. Don't start recording now because I won't use it. No, 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 I know. I don't know how to fix this in the future. I think we're just always going to have to remind. You just press the button. (laughs) Can you put like a post-it note right there that just says record? Uh, okay. It couldn't Sorry, be everybody. any more obvious, Nick. It it All literally right. is a big green button that says record. It's actually flashing. It is flashing. Oh my god! It's like, hey, just a heads up. You've been talking to yourself. No one's been recording, but that's cool, I guess. Wait, Nick, will the music be on there? Yeah, yeah. We, you hear right, Austin? Yeah. It's yeah. not, but like every time but, that Craig plays it, it always. Comes yeah, yeah. yeah. I, but I can like overlap that. That's easy. Okay. All right. What if Nick just like, you know, he's like, yeah, yeah, cool, guys, cool. And Nick just goes back and puts like, you know, whatever music that he wants every single week. And we just don't know because we don't listen to it. Someone was like, so I love that someone said we should start a playlist of songs that we've played on our episodes. And I love yeah. that. Yeah, we totally should. God, um, that would be all over the place. Apparently, we've Nick. got some great listener questions. So I'm excited to do that. I love Two to- long ones here. Let me see if I can reorganize it. Fireside chat. Today's a fireside chat. Everyone's getting a little glimpse into the so that everything happening um how uh, how um can we uh i was gonna talk about milk love milk milk <laughs> all right yeah we're gonna we talk about let's, milk uh, what are we talking about here no I'm dude, let's, do some, let's do some questions <laughs> but i accidentally if- have like a not accidentally but anytime i put a story up of something i'm eating and there's a glass of milk in it people go crazy i'm like yes i have milk with dinner and lunch um oh also the thing that bothered craig this week and no offense to the people that have to use them but uh hair nets for beards i think are my new least favorite thing that in the world that that makes if you hair nets on be- beard hair nets make me more uncomfortable than anything in the world beard nets beard nets yeah. beard nets make me more uncomfortable than anything in the world okay i would rather get a hair in my sausage, then you wear the hairnet while you make my sausage. I don't know. That's weird. I'm. Yeah, a, I'm that's a, really weird. I'd rather just. Why are you talking about know. hair and sausage? I went to a butcher shop recently, and they were wearing hairnets. Okay. Their- okay. Well, that's that's good, dude. They should. I don't I want that little gristle to get in my sausage. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want your. I don't want your beard hair in my sausage. <laughs> All right, we'll read. I don't have the sheet pulled up in front of me. Why don't you read a question? Okay. Um, yeah, why, why don't I read a question once I pull up the sheet? I would go number one and number six to start it. Bro. I don't trust Nick at all. I, yeah, I want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick, Nick just wants Nick, us to answer like questions him. about, you know, that he wrote down for I, okay, himself. If... <laughs> Nick's like, so. Um, Austin, you uh, know I freaking you know, just I have DM'd a really, you, you know, curved you know, penis, what, what do I do to, uh, you know, ease my girlfriend into it? And like, Nick, is this a personal <laughs> question or Nick? I don't know where your email is. Uh, uh, I guess I'll reshare it. Seriously. Where the hell is it? Why do I have Texas A&M attendance? Oh, never mind. I yelled about that the other week. Cut that. Um. Yeah, Nick, I, uh, 
All right, I just reshared it with you two. Okay, there it and is. That's bullshit. You know I text you if I have a question, Austin. Shit, I did it oh, two man. weeks ago. That was actually a really good one, too. And I gave you the best. Oh, my God, I gave you the best answer. What All right, well, okay. we don't have to talk about that yet. One. Um, okay. Okay, well, wait. No, no, fan questions. One, and you said six. Oh, my God, they're so long. That's how you know I didn't write them. Okay. Okay. Number one, Craig, I have been seeing my boyfriend for about three years, and he is definitely the one. We have talked that we will marry. However, he was married before, and his wife had an accident that left her, for lack of better words, a vegetable. Goodness. After the incident, he got her initials tattooed on his wedding ring finger. Is it wrong for me to want it removed before he would get married? I find it a bit weird for him to wear our wedding ring over her initials, or do I accept it as a past tribute to her after her incident? Nick, why would you have me read this question? It sounds like a movie. Look, it uh, does. Apologies to all, you know, heartfelt, whatever it's called. I'll just answer straight up. No, it's not weird. Um, if you're marrying Wait, someone, it's you, not weird to ask them to remove it. No, because you own, if you're going to become his wife, you can own his wedding finger. Now, that doesn't mean that he can't have a tribute somewhere else. But my, I have way more questions for this. One is his prior wife still alive? And yes. just a she, she's a vegetable. For lack of letter or for lack of better words. So, yes, she's alive. So, yeah, that's a little tricky. And if you knew that going into it, then maybe you accept up. Bam. There it is right there. And that is my answer. What? My answer is that you have to be the correct type of person and to, to, to not care that, you know, he's been married before that, you know, he was in love with someone before that, you know, he read vows to someone before. And if you can get past, you know, all of this, like still have to be a strong enough person to not let this bother you. That well, if That's it's my opinion. Yeah. Because look, I can tell you that he's going through something. He's going through one. And right now he knows that his wife, his prior wife probably wants him to be happy and has found that he is proud or is happy that he found love. But he is going to have to do a lot of forgiving himself to get remarried with her still alive. And so maybe his, his penance is never removing her initials from his finger. And you're right, Austin, that's okay. Because yeah, like maybe, yeah. Sharing the wedding ring. Okay. I don't look it, you, you made a point and, I, and I'm going to switch to your point. It, it depends on how he feels, but if she's still alive, he's definitely going through something. And, um, I, look, this could go a lot of different ways, but I don't think it's wrong for her to feel that. But if it's important to him to leave it, maybe you guys talk about um, alternatives. I don't know. Nick, you, you stop watching so many movies. Nick. Okay. Um, yeah, that is a tough one. And that is what I want to say with that. Um, we we prayers to you guys and, and let us yeah. know what happens. We'll send yeah. you a wedding gift. Let us know what happens. Um, okay, this is just like a quick one, Craig. What's your most hated mode of transportation? A bus. Yeah, yeah, okay, that, that was kind of easy. Um, I, I would not want to take a bus. Well, that just goes from like terrible, long bus rides for sports growing up or like the old coach buses. Like at one point in my life, I thought it was the coolest way to travel. No, of course, dude, those were rad because you know, you're with your teammates and you know, you're goofing off and you know, going to play like a sports match, right? It's not like you're getting all pumped up. 
I mean, the coach buses were rad too because there's always like, what movie are we watching? You know, but then they put the whole movie on for the whole bus to watch. And, and you then- know what it would be? It would be the big green. <laughs> or like Hook. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever okay. happened to the green guy, the redheaded goalie? Well, he, he, he was obviously the great Hambino in Sandlot. And he's like doing all sorts of stuff, man. Like he looks the same, just bigger. Like he looks like the exact, exact, exact same person. He looks exactly the same. I love that. I love that. And he's just like a, he's just bigger. <laughs> he's just, you know, full grown. Okay. So I was dating my ex for only a couple of months before ending things because he was trash. Love, <laughs> love how you get to the point. Thank you. His best friend lived in Santa Barbara at the time. Uh, <laughs> at the time I lived in the Bay Area. Uh, I've met his friend via phone call and obviously heard stories, but never in person. So no idea how he looked. When my trash ex and I ended things, I just added the word trash. Uh, my guy friend convinced yeah, me. really appealing to. <clears throat> uh, when my trash ex and I ended things, my guy friend convinced me to download Tinder. So I did. I matched with a guy and he hits me up stating I look familiar. And if I used to date my ex, turns out it was his best friend. I got scared and unmatched him. <clears throat> well, two months later, I went to the bars in my hometown with my friend and two guys approach us. Uh, I thought it was hot, so obviously I keep the conversation going. Hour into the conversation, we realized we knew each other, and it's my ex's best friend. I mean, fate has put you guys together so many fucking times. That is how I feel. Turns out they had a falling out, but so he then asks for my number at this point. I, I wanted to, <clears throat> I wanted to bang him as a as a f you to my ex. Yes, I was drunk af. Looking back, it wasn't the best idea. But that night we hooked up, and also the night after. Now I'm having my karma and think I may be pregnant. Oh my, my God. ex reached out recently and wanting to and wanted to get back together. Should I wait to see what happens or should I just tell him or have his friend since they made up and now are back to being best friends? Woo! This is amazing. Okay. Complicated for no reason. Like details all this time. Yeah, if the best if the one guy was trash. He usually keeps trash company. Um, I mean, we can't say that all the times because we all have trash friends. But like, if his friend was gonna do that, like the friend, like the 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 two guys in this situation are the problems. They seem they seem toxic as fuck. And I then mean, the guy went and banged his ex's girlfriend that he probably wasn't over, and then went and became friends with him again and didn't tell him. So like, the the guys are way too sloppy in this. Like, it really doesn't. So- but why so, was the, the girl like? We need to know if she's if she's not pregnant. Move on. Like, don't talk. On. I I I also want to know. God, I'm curious about age. Okay, because because the best friends, which I guess that I can't really say this, Craig, because you, know, you and I did this. You know, man. I, I, I was about to say, um, because the besties sound pretty fucking immature if like they broke up as best friends and now they're best friends again. But I was like, well, you and I kind of did that. Yeah, that's true. Um, I'm curious how old they are, and, and also if the uh, if the trash guy's best friend knows that he got her pregnant. I am very curious to know if he's aware or if she's told him that she's pregnant. Does she plan on on keeping? Like I am, I am, I'm also, in on this. The end, in. the end of the question throws me because she goes. Now he wants to get back together after saying he's a trash guy. Girl, move on. Do not get back together with your ex. 
Right, right, right. It's like that that shouldn't even be a point of contention because you started the story saying. Yeah, so let's start there. One, don't ever talk to your trash ex again. Two, if you are pregnant with his friend, your Unless trash he had really good dick. No I'm kidding. <laughs> the trash ex no oh, I God. but the trash ex has nothing to do with your life. You don't owe him anything anymore, according to the story. Um you know, the him and his friend will have to fight it out. I wonder, I wonder what their falling out was about. Whose baby is it though? The 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 trash ex's best friend. Oh, she she said I think he got me pregnant, not no, it, pregnant. It says it's, now I'm now I'm having karma and I think I may be pregnant. Yeah, but so it could be either of theirs. Uh no, because it's like no. a few months later. They yeah, they're saying that it's it's uh, the it's, it's the bestie. Look, uh, look, I will say this. You're not on a reality show and getting paid to do this. This is way too sloppy. Run. Yeah. Move. Like, move on. You got. Run, I mean, bitch. Run. Don't talk to either of them. I mean, unless. And here's why I'll say don't talk to either of them, because you could have loved the friend. But now that he's friends with the other guy again, like your life is going to be sloppy. And it, it, you're you're probably young enough to go. I know you're young enough, because unless you're like. 65 you're you're young enough to go meet a new man okay i don't even know why i put an age on that okay go ahead so the holidays are upon us when is the time you need to get your significant other christmas and birthday gifts have we answered this craig i have been seeing a girl officially for two weeks (laughs) dude get this girl flowers and take her to dinner uh, and like that's it um, I assume I will be on the hook for Christmas, but her birthday's on the 6th of, of December. Do I get her something? If so, how large? And this, and then, and then Nick added to the end of it, Craig, in, in, in all caps and bold. This is not me. And I, and I just wrote after it. Bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is what we'll, this is what we'll tell you. Acknowledgement is everything, right? Skipping her birthday isn't going to be cool, but be like, let's go out and party. Like, go party with her on her birthday. Like, just be like, let's go have fun. Maybe take her to dinner. Um, if two that, weeks, well, though, man, two weeks, right? Because at this point, you don't even know if like weeks they might have like, been like, like, like she at this point is like, like you could do some sort of gesture, and she's like, oh, I, I was planning on going out to dinner with my girlfriends, but but thanks so much, you know? So like, you might not even be on the hook for doing anything with her for her well, birthday, then, but. I would text her this, hey, I'm sure you're hanging out with your friends for your birthday, but Definitely. like, if you wanna Definitely. like hang out after dinner or like, if you wanna do something, like I'm down, like send a 40. Yeah, 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 Craig, like, I'm down that's to actually a good, that's actually a good point. And yeah, like, hey, 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 I don't wanna like impede on, you know, time with your friends for your birthday, but you know, if like, if you're down, I'd love to do something, right? right. And see what she and, says, right? And, and she might be like, oh my gosh, you know, maybe the day after her birthday, you know, she's like, you know, dinner sounds lovely. Or maybe she like, invites you out, you know, with her friends. And then if you go out with her friends, Craig, if he goes out with her and her friends for her birthday, then I think that he potentially buys her something for Christmas because that's two, three weeks later. And, and at this point, they've been talking for six, six weeks by the time it's Christmas. Yeah, like five I th- weeks. You don't want to isolate her from her friends for her birthday. This depends on your age, but you never want to do that, actually. You but you don't want to be overbearing. Yeah. So say I'd love to join y'all. Like be like, I know you're probably doing something fun with your friends on your birthday, but like if you guys go out afterwards, I'd love to join you. That's what right. I say. And then something like that. Something if like that, that goes well, um, 
You you pay attention to stuff that she likes and buy her a cute something for Christmas, like a funny, like a stuffed animal that she like, like, you know, do some flirty present, but not a gift. I would not get a gift after a month of dating for Christmas. Um, no, I don't think so either. Uh, I mean, unless you have some, like, I, you know. And, and a card and, might and even be weird for Christmas. And don't think out there, you know, that, that this is Craig and I trying to, like, get out of the responsibility of, you know, buying a girl. Like, I, I would love to. I just don't want to run the risk of, like, frightening her off. She's like, oh, my God, I've been dating this guy for, like, or, you know, seeing this guy for, for like, a month, and he bought me this gift. So, like, that might do more damage than good, you know? But obviously, we don't know your relationship. It depends on what sort of inside jokes that you have got going on. If you are going to buy something, buy something that's a shared present and not, and people will be like, oh, just so you can use it too. And it's like, yeah, that early in dating, you want something. Yeah, man, buy him a ticket to something. Yeah, like take them. Oh, an experience. Why don't you buy him an experience you could do together? And not an IMAX theater ticket. Yeah, like a, a, like take them to a sporting event or take them skiing or like. Whoa. I mean, okay. Okay, Craig. All right. If relax. you live, if you live near a ski resort. <laughs> okay, yeah. Craig. Craig went from saying to not give them a gift to take them on a trip to Aspen and just stay at the W <laughs> and just ball out. Uh, and rice. Um, that is pretty good advice, in my opinion. Um, we obviously don't know your relationship, but start with the birthday, feel out that, and then. Uh, and then move on from there. Definitely don't frighten her off with buying her something extravagant where she's like, why did you buy me this necklace? Yeah, where she has to like make a decision whether to keep it or not. You uh, know, sometimes in my opinion, like, you know, jewelry, jewelry like that can be just meaningless. Well, yeah, I mean, well, what you if, want, it's that early. Okay, all right, Craig, take us out. Yes, honey. I'm gonna let Easy E take us out. Story about the badass Easy E. He was drinking whiskey and gin. Nick, I hope it works out for you. Listen and listen. (laughs) (laughs) Goddamn book. Here, let me read you this one. Christmas. Hey, we love all of y'all so much. Thanks for joining us another week. Yes, we love seeing your Spotify list. And honestly, it makes it all worth it that you guys actually want to hang out with us every week. So continue to come up to us and say hi. Do not forget that. Always come up and say hi. And when you say you're a bestie, you will see our eyes light up. So always tell your bestie. It took me like a week or two to like, you know, catch on. And then Bravo kind of really hit. And I was like, oh, shit, Craig, people are really using that term. Uh, Also, the next time that we see you guys, because, you know, we're probably going to record like next Tuesday, which means that it'll come out like on Wednesday or something. Craig and I will have already done the show. So if any of our besties out there are listening and are attending the show, we cannot wait to see you there. Chicks in the office show. Chicks in the office show. All right. Love you all. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Not even Christmas. (laughs) We'll still be talking to him before then. (laughs) Merry Christmas. (laughs) Oh, so I had my first bestie experience. Over No no way. Tell us about it. (laughs) It was more of a, I went out with this girl Monday night in DC. Including podcast bonus footage for anyone that listened. Marvel. No, I don't know if I can put this in there. Maybe I can't. And I'd have to ask her first, but it was like a friend of a friend kind of thing. And like, it was, we finally like, you know, we've been talking about for like months and like, she's like, all right, I'm going to be in town. You want to go out? And I she said, sure. So it's like the night's winding down. She goes, 
by the way, I'm a bestie. I've never met her before. And I go, yeah, I know your best friend. She goes, by the way, I'm a bestie. Well, her friend's a bestie. She goes, I'd listen to the show, but stop listening because I felt like I'd be, if I get this right, intruding on my space somehow. Like she didn't want to like make it feel weird that if like she was listening to me, I guess. I don't know. Her friend does anyway, so who cares? But yeah, no, it was just cool. She was like, yeah, I'm a fan. My friend's a huge bestie. And now her good friend's about to pop like a, because um, she's about to have her first, very first baby. But it was really cool. She was like, yeah, I'm a fan of the show. And so now hopefully she stops listening. I doubt she'll go out with me again. And I'm sure Austin's giving me the look right now of, Nick, you got to have more confidence yourself. But I doubt it. But we'll see. Maybe she listens to this and is like, Nick, you're an idiot. Um, but I doubt it. Um, anyway, so shout out to her. Shout out to her good friend who's going to pop here soon. Both besties. Going to have a mini bestie on the way. Yeah, it was just very funny. That's awesome. I love that. That's awesome, man. I mean, that's just like like a next level of friendship in my opinion right They're like oh you know, like i love the show cool 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 hey i'm a bestie like oh so that means that you you know listen to craig and i's you know convos weekly which is awesome oh and when my sister was out and she was with some just like friends and then like some random person they were like talking about bravo and everything and she was like oh yeah do you watch southern charm and she and, she, and this like just random chick was like yeah i love now but more importantly i love the podcast and I was, nice. and she was like, "Oh, my brother's Nick," and they're like, "Awesome!" The three of them kill it. They're easily That's my favorite awesome. podcast. Yeah, so the word is spreading, yeah. boys. The word is spreading, boys. What's up, pillows and beers listeners? I'm Reality Steve. If you're a fan of The Bachelor and all things pop culture, reality TV, you should check out my show, The Reality Steve Podcast, a daily show about The Bachelor, other reality TV shows you may be watching right now. I definitely throw in a lot of Taylor Swift talk and so much more. Search Reality Steve on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.